everybody. Another episode of Mega Shane. We're here, we're queer, and we need some more beer. Well, wine so, coolers for me. Oh, you said what? <laughs> wine coolers for me. I never like beer. I have never liked beer. You know what? Beer. I don't know why I'm front. I don't like beer neither. <laughs> I, <laughs> I tried it. It's a romp. I tried it. I remember, I guess I don't like it because I got caught drinking my grandmama's liquor and I was drinking her Budweiser. And she turned around and said, oh, I see what you're trying to do. So she made me drink 13 sips to spell out Budweiser. Uh-huh. And I I just hated every sip. It was just nasty, you know. Because, you know, I was, you know, you're trying to be grown. Like, grandmama drinking it and they drank it on TV. And so I had to drink 13 sips. I think that's 13 letters in Budweiser. But I had to drink... <laughs> 13 sips, never since then, can't stand beer, cannot do it. You gotta put, you gotta wow. put, you gotta put tea or some Kool-Aid in it for me to actually drink it, but I'll just stick to my good old-fashioned um, wine cooler, but I really don't drink those. Whenever wine I go out. Wine like, ugh, like smeared off ice with Zima. Yes, I love smeared off ice. You couldn't tell me nothing All about right. smeared off ice. <laughs> That was my go-to drink. I will still drink that. If I can go find some. Because you're, you're not spending a lot of money. You're not getting too drunk. And you're able, you know, like I, I think I posted. I haven't been drunk since 2013. So. Or 12. Well, now that this has turned into an AA meeting. <laughs> <laughs> it's a I'm Nick. And I'm Victor, the drunk. So, oh, right. So, Victor, how was Thanksgiving? It was good. You know, it was nice time to relax um, and just, you know, not put on real clothes and just watch a lot of mess on TV. I've been watching True Blood again because I have mm-hmm. HBO Go. So I've been because what I love about HBO Go is you can look at every every, you know, show that they ever made or produced. So I've just been watching it and really loving it again. But um, okay. I, I, I kind of chilled. Um, didn't really go over. We, we did stuff after dinner. So we all had, like, some of us had dinner on our own. Like, I had my own dinner. So I had some, um, some lemon pepper chipotle chicken fingers and some macaroni and cheese I made for myself. And then we got together later and had food and drinks and watched some horror movies. Um, because, you know, some of us have family who are not here or who are here. So we, we got all that part out of the way and then we got together and did our own thing. And how was yours? That sounds like fun. It was because it was like, you know, I didn't, I don't, I've cooked a turkey before, but that's a lot of work. And <sighs> a lot of us, we got to a point now, it's like we just go to people's houses for it. But sometimes we don't even want to do that anymore because you got to go over there and, uh-huh. and there's people over there and sometimes there's people over there you don't like. So it's like, you know, we, we, we'll do like, hey, we'll do our own stuff. And then around nine o'clock, we'll come over to somebody's house and just have some drinks, have some finger food and just chill out. Cool. What did you do? I went home to see my mom and my sisters. We had some food, lots of food. Mm-hmm. I had to be on the records, you know, because I am the DJ of the family. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I had to go through mom's collection and break out the turntable. <laughs> um, let's see. We watched a shitload of Law and Order. Like, <laughs> we watched so many episodes. We were, it got so bad that we were changing channels between each. Uh, it was on one channel and it was on another. And I was like, Mom, I'm getting confused at which case are we supposed to be solving around right. here? 
So we watched shit out of Law and Order. Me and my sisters went shopping. Um, what was it? Friday uh, afternoon. Cause mm-hmm. Ain't nobody getting up at no five o'clock for no, no waffle irons. I, uh, <laughs> can, can we talk about Black Friday for a minute? Y'all need to quit getting fooled by Black Friday. They be giving y'all busted stuff that nobody's heard of before, like Wendigo TVs. And I'm like, Wendigo? Uh-huh. So, yeah, you're right. Don't. Don't do don't 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 get up and do that stuff. Right, not when you can get the same deals <laughs> or even better deals Monday or after Christmas or that. Yes. After uh, no after New Year's cuz usually that's when they like we got to get rid of it at this point. So yeah. Exactly. Um so we did a little shopping. Um other than that just really just rested. Mhm. Um, Lord knows I needed it. I'm mad because you. It's funny. I think they always do like what marathons. They always do that. Have you noticed they'll do like marathons of Law and Order, Twilight Zone. Um, oh yeah, they always do a Twilight Zone a mm-hmm. marathon on New Year's Eve and New Year's Day. Mm-hmm. And I want to say I can't remember. It was one year. See, I missed this show and people laugh at me, but catch to catch a predator. Oh, and, with Chris Hansen. Yes. <laughs> If someone them told me they're about to... Them if, be out there, butt-ass naked with some wine cooler saying, oh, I just came to talk to a little girl. Yeah, I'm, I'm trying like, to help her. I'm like, oh, you could... you could. Mm. But the funny thing is now since I live here, um, they this stuff was happening like in Torrance. Like this stuff was happening 30 miles away from me. Uh-huh. And, you know, I would... That's... People laugh at me, but to, I will watch a, a whole marathon of those... And a whole marathon of intervention. I, <laughs> I was oh, not now, God. but back not in the day. Intervention. But interventions when it, when that first started, that was the show. I would come home and watch three of those. Like they would play three of them back to back, and I would do that. My partner was like, "Why would you want to come and watch three hours of this depressing stuff?" I said, "Because somebody's gonna make it. You know, somebody out of these stories are gonna. It's gonna work. You know." Um, but yeah, I used to love to sit there and watch some Intervention and to catch a predator. Do you remember the episode of Intervention when the girl was getting high off uh, that computer um, dust? <laughs> I don't. Like, she, at first I thought like that computer <coughs> um, dust away was just like compressed air, but apparently you can get high off of it. <laughs> and she was saying to her mom, she was all doped up and high. She was like, Bob, you got to get out of here. Bye. I was like, what is going on? She was just such a mess. And she would get like 20 cans uh, of that uh, that shit at like Office Depot or Staples or somewhere. I'm like, girl, if you don't sit down somewhere. I know. I, I do remember the one with the father. They made a meme out of that one. The one when he started crying, he did that long scream. Oh, that ugly ass cry. <laughs> <laughs> I see. That's my problem. And I you I should not laugh at these people, but I was not prepared for that <laughs> moment. And when that happened, I just started. I fell out of my seat because I was not prepared for that. And people were like, "Why are you laughing?" But then all of a sudden, they made a meme. It's like because y'all, that is, it's not funny, you know, because that that was real life for that family. But again, I have a dark sense of humor. <laughs> So that just that, that shit was funny. It I don't, was. It was. You can come after me if you want to. That shit was funny when he had that <laughs> animalistic ass cry. 
but that, that Jack London call of the wild. I know, but you know that that, that spoke to how as black people as well black men don't like to cry or whatever. And I guess that was him letting out the cry. He should have cried when he was six. <laughs> but it was just too much. I was not ready for that. It, like, some of those shows, those A and E shows, um, those TLC shows. Yeah, and you said your mom was watching that, and my mom was like that too. She would sit there and watch it, but when Court TV was on. You couldn't tell mm-hmm. her nothing. She would spend days watching court TV, watching cops. I went to go visit her, and it had me sitting there for five hours watching cops with my, me and my sisters and her laughing. <laughs> we would be hollering at cops. I remember the episode of Cops. They had a, uh, it was like the bad girls. <laughs> and, and they was doing some one uh, traffic stop, and they pulled the guy over, and then it was like uh, the cop was yelling, "Get her, get her!" And this other cop, like basically, he dove and tackled this woman. Like, sir, it does not have to be that serious. You could have just ran up against her. You knew damn well she wouldn't go go nowhere. Yeah. Oh, but some of them episodes be having me hurt. I know. <laughs> they, they be trying to say, "I'm not. She, she's not a hoe." Or I'm like, "What are y'all doing in that corner?" Praying, I'm like, I can't. I got to get up and go. Like, I couldn't have been a cop. I couldn't have been a part oh, of that. No. I couldn't have been at the camera crew and I'm listening to them making up these stories. I have to walk away. But yeah, so I can I can watch a bunch of those cheaters. Don't I? I miss cheaters. Now the best cheaters episode was it was before Joey Joey Greco and it was these black lesbians. And when I tell I think, you, I think I remember. they fought like somebody had stole something, <laughs> some money. They was brawling in the streets. Lord. And it was like, so they roll up on a, not to get way too off topic, but we already there. Yeah. So they roll up on the uh, the person who was cheating and she's with her homegirls or something. And then all three of them start fighting the other girl. Then the two the couple starts making up, and then the two friends turn on her. The other friend, it was just a lot going <laughs> I'm on. I'm about to look that one up. I see. I'm have to send you the YouTube link because it's, <coughs> it's online. Yes, because I'm telling you, those were the shows. They were pure trash, but you know, on a good Friday night or Saturday night, when you know, when you just want to not be out or whatever, those was some good entertainment, giggling type of like. That's what we used to do in college was sit there and watch some of these shows or like. After the fact, like, like, what are y'all doing tonight? Um, we sitting over here watching a whole roll of cheaters. That's all we doing tonight. We ordering pizza and watching cheaters and giggling. Uh-huh. Well, Cackling. Yes. Uh, these poor people thing. I think I the, the last thing I'll say about this is I got one of my favorite words to use from cheaters, and that's Kool-Aid. Um, because there was an episode where she caught her man cheating on her in an apartment complex and it was out there by the pool. She busted in. Look at you out here Kool-Aiding. Like it's nothing to do. And I was like, that is a statement. I have been saying Kool-Aiding <laughs> for the past 11 years. But yeah, I was like, that's right. Kool-Aiding. I mean, that makes sense. You out here chilling. Kool-Aiding. So, Interesting. Yes. But we got some, we got some stuff today. <laughs> uh, we got a lot of stuff. We got a lot of stuff. Today. So no, we this, got, uh, yeah, we do have a lot of stuff. Yeah. Stuff that just popped up <laughs> within within hours, just everything. I don't know. What should we start with, with Aunt Mace T? 
Um, let's start with all these damn. Let's start with the uh, Vanity Fair covers. Okay, you said these. Well, I you know what I saw them and okay, so they could have done a lot better with the covers, but the spreads were hot. I love okay, the spreads. Yes. So if you didn't notice, uh, if you didn't see Vanity Fair, I had basically all of the stars from the past. Marvel movies on their covers. They had like, they had damn near everybody. <laughs> um, I'm still wondering why uh, Gwyneth Paltrow was on the cover of wasn't. one of the magazines. Cause, yeah. But, you know, whatever. And also, there was no, uh, there wasn't Valkyrie, there wasn't Shuri, there wasn't. Like, Lupita wasn't. No in, black wasn't women there. on the covers, mm. were there? Not on the covers, and even, yeah, Lapita wasn't even in the spread. And I was like, where's Lapita at? But I think she's busy, because I think she's doing a movie right now. And I, uh, I remember seeing it somewhere. So maybe she was busy. But there was no, you're right, there were no black women on the covers. And, which, okay, you which know, whatever. It should have been, like, at least Valkyrie, because she's in the hottest movie right now, and that should have been, like... Right. Like, why would you not have Tessa Thompson on one of the covers when she's in one of the best movies of the fall? Yeah. Or I'll say the highest grossing movies of the fall. Yeah. But I did like her pose, though. That pose. That's the pose for you right there. She gave you uh, prison. Roxanne, prison trade pose. Yeah. <laughs> Roxanne, Roxanne, giving you rock, I rock rough and tough with my Afro puffs type of pose. That's I was like, okay, I'm feeling that, and I, I, I feel like you knew what you was doing when you did that because you know we were gonna meme that. So, uh-huh. <clears throat> but it, overall, the 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 uh, covers were good. Mm-hmm. You know, it took I know it took a hell of a time trying to get everybody together mm-hmm. because you know all those schedules mm-hmm. and it, you know. 20 years worth of making to get everybody there. Yeah. But, I mean, they were all right. Now, will I pay for one? Mm, maybe not. I might. But, you know, if they come out... Now, what I thought was cute that Marvel kind of did a follow-up. I feel like Marvel was paying attention to the, the internet because what they ended up doing was putting up, like, oh, here's all the women. You know, like, there was some poses of them after the shoot or something uh, at another time with all of them. Oh, yeah. When it looks like they were... Like chilling or whatever. At brunch or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like they had brunch. Well, that was cute. I have to say that um, my favorite in the spreads was... Buck- okay, Bucky looked like... Bucky... <laughs> he was looking good. I was like, okay, Bucky, I, I'm ready. I'm ready to risk it all for this. And then you got Daddy over there. You got Captain America with that pose. And I'm like, okay. Mm-hmm. I was like, you are. And speaking of Marvel, Infinity Wars trailer is going to drop tomorrow. Since we're recording on a Tuesday. I know. You know, we'll already listen. I'm ready for it to snatch me bald. Mm hmm. Because I don't think, I, I read somewhere, I don't know if this is true or not, that it's not going to be the same clip that, that was shown at San Diego. You're right. It's not. These hoes, you know what they're doing? They are low-key shading hell out of D.C. They are really, think about it. 
second week after you know Justice League been out, still ain't doing nothing. So they gonna what they gonna do? <laughs> we gonna show y'all you know our little thing we did with our little covers, get you all excited. And then what else they gonna do? Gonna release this trailer. I'm like y'all, you you shading them, y'all low key shading them and trolling them. But anyway, well, they could have released the trailer when Justice League came out opening weekend. Yeah, they but they were giving them the benefit of the doubt. Yeah, they they was telling, oh, we're going to let you make your money. Mm-hmm. But come mm-hmm. after Thanksgiving, mm-hmm. after we give thanks for <laughs> having a hell of a year and having another hell of a year come 2018, mm-hmm. we're going to drop this here trailer mm-hmm. and we're going to drop these covers. So basically what they did, they pulled off a Alexis Carrington coming into the room <laughs> Like, oh, okay, the, you just had a party? You did? Well, I just came. You know, like, that's what, that's what it looked like to me. I was like, you just came in here to show off. But this, yeah, the rumor is, and I think it is true, according to some folks and some big map people that I know, um, there is some difference. And I, actually, there is a clip that was out and is gone, but there, it was a clip of Scarlet Witch. I'm doing this move where she, she's doing something backwards. So I was like, okay, that was not in the um, that was not in the um, the 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 other trailer. So uh, this is going to be something a little bit new, and I hope she's not throwing up gang signs like she was. Like, girl, <laughs> she was just throwing up East Side West Side Ho, and I was like, girl, what are you doing? But no, she is going to be lit. They said she's going to be really good in this, so I can't wait. But I don't. Do we know what time is dropping? What it's going to probably drop like at. 5.30 in the ass morning when, when I have to get up and pee. Uh-uh. I think it's going to drop. Mm, I would say maybe <coughs> 10 or 11 Eastern Standard Time. Mm. Right around that time. So, you know, everybody's at work. I know. You know, got their coffee all in their systems. So when they just hit that, uh, that send button, then you know what's going to go down. And you know that goes productivity for the rest of the day. <laughs> And they already know. They, they already, already know. This. And you know, this is why I, I feel a little. I, I feel a little sad for DCU, because DCEU, is because it's like y'all could have been just as great, you know. Y'all could have been, but uh-huh. we'll get into that a little bit later. But you know, it's just the the fact that they know we wait and they've been trolling us. They treating us like you, they do. They pulling a Beyonce on us. You know how Beyonce be like. Well, I got my braids in and this computer, so you know something's coming. Right, something's going down. She's giving you signs. You sit up here like, okay. Um, and then if you saw Mark Ruffalo basically said, be ready. He was saying that yesterday, like, be ready. Something big is coming. And I was like, mm-hmm. I was like, mm, okay. And now this. And they're going to really have us sitting up here, bald-headed, on the ground, ready to go and see this movie before it comes out. But it will be out in May. Uh, they released the, the, the posters. Um, and um, if you can, some, of, some of your local comic shops will be, ha- will be giving away these posters. So keep y'all look out for your, if you want one, look out for your, see if your comic store is doing that. I think we have one of our main ones is doing it here in Los Angeles. So I'm going to try to run down there and get one. Um, but it's coming out in May, which will be around the corner in two minutes. Because, hell, we are in December. Can we just say that 2018 is going to be crazy it is like you have proud mary you have black panther Mm -hmm. you have infinity wars i think ant-man and the wasp are coming out Mm -hmm. you have universal fan con yes you have all these oh you have a wrinkle in time Uh, 
We have see now that's just another restart of some more goodness because I did you see that recent trailer though? I didn't see the recent trailer of Wrinkle in Time, but I'm already sold. Mm -hmm. It's just like I'm gonna have to use all my my refund money to be in the (laughs) fucking theaters. (laughs) I I know I'm already ready. I got my comfy clothes. I'm gonna be sitting right up there giggling like Joan and girlfriends when she goes to the movie by herself sometimes. <laughs> because I, I like to go with my friends, but I also like to go by myself to be like, let me just have my own, you know, moment in time. Like, oh, ooh, because you know, I see my movies with my friends, and then I'm like, okay, I'll go back and see it again by myself. And so I'm already. This is why I'm a member of ArcLight because this stuff gets too expensive. After seeing Wonder Woman four times, seeing, I will see Black Panther probably the same amount of times. And if any war is about to just just destroy me, so destroy I destroy me. And it's, oh, it's, it's I'm a excited. Lot. It is. Like I'm really excited for to see this tomorrow. Like I don't know what to think, and I I almost want to record myself just to see it to see how I react to it. But I don't want to because you know sometimes I think if you if the camera's on you, you might be tempted to do more. But I I'm I'm just ready to see what they got for us because. You know, the streets are talking. This is going to be a different a different trailer. And they've done this before when they did um, 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 Civil War. What they showed at Comic-Con was different than what they released to everybody else. And uh-huh. so it is going, because it was more Black Panther, what we got now. Or, and it also, it was a different, um, kind of a different trailer when they did Black Panther than what we saw recently when they came out with you know, with them flying into Wakanda, what have you. So, it is... Oh, Lord. <laughs> it's just, just going to be... It's a lot. Yeah. And this is not... This is the things that are already announced and set in stone that it's going to happen. Mm-hmm. What about the things that are undercover? All right, so let's let's go ahead and jump into that. So, they, they did talk about that. They just had, like, a big um, meeting about, like, you know, we have Phase 4 coming. So phase four is going to be the next of movement of movies. Now, remember, we've heard that after um, Avengers 4, it's going to be just almost new. Basically, they're going to give us a whole new wave of things um, where we may see a different Avengers. We may see, um, you know, different heroes that we haven't seen before. And um, that is coming out very soon. Um, yeah, the, the next Spider-Man is supposed to kick off. Phase four. Mm-hmm. So, we posed a question on our website, or on our Twitter. Um, you know, what do you think is going to happen? What's going to be folk? You know, what's going to be the focus? I believe, and I said this before. I think they're going to focus on some of the younger ones. Like we, we will see Peter, but we, we may, we may see Riri. We may see some of the younger Avengers because they may have. You know, at that point, they'd be like, "Hey, we have a a new group coming," and I really believe. I really believe they're gonna have twenty movies. I believe the X Men is gonna be a part of that. You know, I I I will agree to that because you don't say that you're in talks with you know something. I feel like if the talks are already done, deal. They're mm-hmm. just waiting to the for the right time to say that. Oh, by the way, X Men. It's all uh, with Marvel now. Yeah. Now they can keep Fantastic Four. Yeah, they can, they might check it for that. 
Right. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But honestly, I think the, the deal with Marvel and Fox to get one of them, I think it was like, oh, you can't have both of them. So which one are you going to want? They'll take the X-Men because there's more stories to tell. There's more characters. There's more diverse characters. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I think that's already a done deal. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I, I'm, ex- I'm excited for that. And I'm excited for... Um what what they can really do and i hope they take this opportunity to do to introduce more people of color um maybe some some queer people and everything else into this program so i am really hoping for that but i'm not sure if they will do that well first they got a clean house some of those people have like i said like we said earlier in uh earlier episodes that either their their contract's up or they're just getting tired of playing the same character and they want out of that contract. So however the studio wants to see their character sent off, whether it be through death or through it be somebody else taking up the mantle, some of those characters are not going to be the same person playing them. Yeah, because the interesting thing is, like, for example, I think of Iron Man... He, when he stepped down or he got out of the way, you know, that's where Ironheart came in. He was like, you know, please take over the mantle. And it was her, you know, that's why I'm thinking they may turn it over to the younger ones or have some of people that like, you know, I think Hawkeye might be killed. Like I'm thinking of some that may be killed off. Like Loki, he should have been killed in the Civil War. Yeah, Loki can be. Because ain't nobody checking for his ass. He can be gone. I think we we we'll probably lose some people. Um, rumor is we might we might lose Thor. I've heard that. So, so we'll see. Yeah. We'll see. I'm 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 really excited. Um, however, uh, we can't. I mean, as we are cheering up everything with Marvel, we have to be realistic that Marvel also have some interesting uh, <laughs> other stories. So we can get into the Black Panther controversy that just oh, happened. Okay, go ahead and start it off. All right. So on this recent ep- episode and this recent comic, um, which is interesting now because Marvel has updated the numbering. So a lot sometimes you will see like X Men when the canon X Men been around. It's like it was a, a certain number, like maybe four hundred and something. Then they'll have like X Men One, and then and like a, they'll start a new comic. But now they're gonna renumber them to the number actual numbers they will be now. Um. So in Black Panther One Sixty Seven, I believe, um, they find out a little bit more about um, Wakanda, and apparently, Wakanda was kind of fa- was kind of inhabited by these other beings, like these aliens. And they met up with, um, you know, you can say some Africans or some Wakandans. And then, you know, the Wakandans are more kind of like, you can say like, uh, they were like uh, Columbus. They were like, hey, we come in to, you know, learn and discover. And then they kind of, you know, took advantage of the aliens, took took everything they had, and then kind of made it their own. So what it's for, so basically what it's saying is that Wakanda um, was a nation that was based off invasion, appropriation, and exploitation, and murder. 
because they killed those aliens, they took their technology, they appropriated what they were doing to become the Wakanda that we know now. Um, Tallahassee Coates knew this was going to be a little controversial, but I think he kind of expected that. But if I think if you listen to one of his interviews, he's talked about and written about how you know a lot of things have been built on this type of reaction. And in real life, that's how America got made. Um, but some people were very upset about how Wakanda came about because they, you know, it's that belief that Wakanda was filled with very smart Africans or, you know, people from that area or smart black people, let me rephrase that. And, um, and they came with all this technology because the original, the original Jack Kirby version, I think they, they receive all this technology and stuff from, it came as a meteor. Like it's, it's, it's an interesting story. Um, we'll actually tweet y'all the story on our Twitter so you can kind of check it out for yourself. Um, but it, it's where they learned the technology and everything from there, and they fought back the demons and beasts that came from that meteor or what have you. Um, but they're a little bit upset about what's happening now because it's basically saying that the Wakandans were basically killers and they were the pilgrims, if you want to say. Um, I don't have a, I don't... I have some friends who have big problems with this, and they've written things on Facebook and Medium about this situation. I don't have a problem with it, um, just because I think about... I, I kind of tweeted this today, too. I, I think if you look at many of our fantasy towns and countries and planets, you know, you think of Oz. Oz was founded on a lot of interesting ways and also oppression. Um, Derry. <laughs> Everything happens in Derry. You got it that happened in Derry, and that town was built on lies. A lot of places, in, you know, like Hogwarts was built on a lie. Um, a lot of things were built up on a lie, and they tried to move away from that past to be something better and different. So I'm looking at this as, okay, well, kind of started out kind of, kind of evil, you can say, um, but they are trying to re... They, they, they basically came in with a new way of doing things or you can just say that they realize that since they passed they're trying to move forward I can understand where people's gripe is having this issue towards uh, Coates' storytelling mm -hmm. uh, because you know as black people we're told that, oh, we're not smart enough for this or that. Mm -hmm. I mean, even look in, in ancient history with the, the pyramids and whatnot. People are saying, oh, aliens came down and built the pyramids and that we're, we're not smart enough to do great things. So I can understand where people are saying, I mean, even in fantasy we can't have something to call our own mm -hmm. so you know people that have complained they have a valid in my opinion they have a valid point mm -hmm. and I'm not going to say that oh because you feel a certain way that that feeling or your opinion doesn't matter Yeah. when you could argue both ways yeah and you can, and I and I agree with that. Like I understand, it can be. I understand that anger because it's like you know, this is Wakanda. Wakanda is this is this. It's a fantasy place, but it's also an ideal that we will be able to do this in real life. 
Um, and so I get that part. I guess why I could I, I could see the other side of it is beginning you know if we look at many of our fantasy places that we have grown up with for years and read or, or whatever, Sunnydale and Buffy, <laughs> like all that stuff is built on horrible backstories or lies or scary events um, that we are now seeing um, that we're, that we, that we'll learn more about what we now see in the light when they, when they bring it out there. So part of me is I'm fine. You know, I'm, I'm not going to boycott. I heard people going to boycott the book or, they had a petition on on codes. I was like, uh, I'm not gonna do that. The the as a writer, you have to sometimes challenge. Stephen King said this: you have to challenge the status quo. You have to shake it up and challenge them to the core. If you're not, you're not being a, a good writer. And I think sometimes you do need to do that. You know what I'm saying? Like you do need to see the good girl go bad. You need like for example, think about um. Scandal. We have to see Olivia in all of her facets. You know, if she was just oh, always handling, I'm so mad at her right now. <laughs> but if we, if she was always handling things, she'll get up. She'll be boring. I like that we see her flawed. We see her do the right thing, the wrong thing, the girl, what are you doing thing. I like stuff like that. So I'm fine that we learned that Wakanda was built on this kind of stuff. But I like the fact that they kind of moved on to be a better society and let that be a, a kind of a message of this is what we would not be again. Um, so I'm, you know, I'm going to wait and see how the story unfolds. So I, I, I think that sometimes it's hard for us to be like, not our faves, but sometimes you have to be like, hey, maybe things are not what we think they are. And let's just be open to it and see where the story goes. Yeah, that's the only thing we can do. <laughs> That's all we can do. Um, but on a uglier note, <laughs> I can't even believe this happened. So this this just happened within the, what about an hour or two ago. Um, so last week we talked about Marvel getting a new editor in chief, and it was C B uh, C B I'm saying his name last name wrong. Doesn't matter. Doesn't care. Um, he sit here. Um, got the job, but we just now learn that for 13 years ago, <coughs> he was writing <coughs> under a pseudonym. Now, you know, some writers do that. They do. They are somebody else. Prince was Christopher Tracy when he wrote for other people. Um, but he kind of appropriated <laughs> an Asian person. His name was Akira Yoshida. And did not didn't didn't do like a single story, you know what I'm saying? Like for example, I think Anne Rice wrote under a different name when she wrote um, uh, the Sleeping Beauty sexual books. He did this for many comics, and actually interviewed as Akira. <laughs> it's. <coughs> It's so much. It is a lot yeah. to to go through your whole uh, this whole era that you had and have a a pseudonym like Akira Yoshida and then tell all these stories. Basically, you yellow face this whole part of your career, mm-hmm. and then you left it to be the editor-in-chief in Marvel. It's just, 
it's the same thing as um, homegirl that thought she was black. <laughs> and Rachel Dolezal. Yeah, it's the same thing as Rachel Dolezal. Yeah. And and as, as we were saying before, it wasn't like he did like one, you know, like one story under somebody. Like, I get it if you want to write, let me write some erotica, but I'm not going to say as Victor, I'm going to be Tremaine or something like that. But he actually did a lot. So let, let's look at what he did. So he, under this name, he wrote Wolverine Soul Taker, X-Men K-Pride Shadow and Flame. He, um, you know, we, let's just be petty. We're going to pull up the resume. Uh, worked on X-Men Age of Apocalypse, Marvel Fantasy, uh, let's see, good lord. Electra, the hand. Yeah, oh, lord. Thor, son of Asgard, just a lot of titles, a lot of titles under, within Marvel, so he was being, and a part of me was like, did they not know what was going on in their own house? A stranger in my house. <laughs> Basically, I mean, Tamia and the remix was playing, and nobody was <laughs> nobody. like the calls are coming from inside the house. Yes, they were. <laughs> like I, I don't understand, like how he got away with this for so long. He did in their house. Yes, bitch, you were right. The calls are coming. <laughs> I like what is going on? Why? <laughs> do straight white men when they <laughs> fail or they fail up. So he went from Ooh. this to being an editor-in-chief. Yeah. Now see, if, if one of us hoes did something like that, bitch, we will be we'll be able to write a, 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 a weekly weeder page. We couldn't even write a grocery list. <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, who are you? Oh, you, you did that? You can't write this list. Then, yeah. Right. But he is the editor-in-chief of one of the most powerful comic book companies in the world. And they did not know of this? Now, he... Now, he... he did you see what he said? He even had a response that said that this was dealt with. Uh, he said, I stopped writing under the, under the pseudonym about a year ago. About... Uh, yeah. About... After about a year, it wasn't transparent, but it taught me a lot about writing, communication, and pressure, girl. Um, I was young and naive and had a, lear a lot to learn by then. But see, here's the thing. You took a job from an Asian person. Right. You know, they probably thought that maybe they so big, they realized, like, oh, we got an Asian person writing for us, Akira. A met Akira, but... <laughs> right. How you... How you not being an employee but, that you hired? Yes, but they said they dealt with it. How do they deal with it? Because apparently you still there. I just that's like if we sit there and wrote a check, a company check for somebody, somebody else's name, but it went in your account. But I'm still here. Mhm. Mm and this is not the first time something like this has happened. Back, uh, Michael Derrick. Hudson's uh, his entry into the the best American poetry in 2015. He entered a poem yeah. uh, under the pseudonym A Yi Fang Chow. So it's not like this is a one off thing. Yeah, and this is happening more times than just those two. 
it is ridiculous. And I'm sitting here going, wow, you have <laughs> profited off an underrepresented race in the game. You have also, as a writer, because, you know, most, you can argue that somebody said, well, there are Asian people in the industry. I said, yeah, I think most of them are artists. Uh, but you are prophesying off someone who could have had a, a job. Uh-huh. You've done this for many years. And you even interviewed as that person. They sent you questions and you responded as Akira. Bitch, you not jam. I'm super going like, <laughs> did you think you was, oh, I'm Jared comes by, but I can do this interview as jam. No, that's not how it works. Right. Like, you don't have synergy. I was disgusted. Because I was sitting there like, man, we just talked about you, but you just got this role. And you, I think Marvel need to really have a conversation. Like, do we really want, because think about it. Because they just got this high from the other side of their business. Uh-huh. And then they got this. Now, a good CEO or um, COO, I learned that from <laughs> that Tyler Perry movie. Um <laughs> Would be like, yeah, because what's her name? Play that. She was playing the COO, Robin Givens. She, they will be like, okay, we have to get rid of you because you're going to hurt our money. Because nobody's going to want to be bothered with you. You don't lie. You don't act as somebody else. I don't care if you're young. You can still, he can still work for them, but you can't have this position. I don't think he, I don't, I honestly don't think he'll lose a job. That, oh, yeah. You know, oh, he's done it for so long. And oh, but his writing was still good, even though he made this one mistake. One mistake. <laughs> That's I, what I, hurt. I really don't think he'll lose his job. You know, I want to believe that he will. I'm going to hold on to that belief. I, I feel like if they were smart, they'll just demote him. They would not. To janitor? <laughs> so they're not gonna do that. They're gonna put him. He'll probably be like a shadow editor. Like he'll be like um, the third editor or something. Who knows? But they they should be. This is too big of a story now. L.A. Times have picked this up. This is within a couple of hours, y'all, and they got this story already running. I think it was trending at one point. Um, there's a hashtag. Um, I think it was actual Asian writers or something like that that was out. So. He's going to have to think about this because this is really... And shout out to um, No Totally and um, a few other people that we know. Sean and um, Jen and Moto. Uh, they are already moving the story out there. Tracy Brown. This is already out there. And I can't wait. To, I want to hear what he has to say. Like, literally. I want to hear what he has to say. But also all those people that knew about it. And were complicit in covering up his his Eric Raymond ass scheme. <laughs> like, come on now, it's it's just every day. It's like, okay, who else is gonna try to top each other in ridiculousness? Mm-hmm. And here's the here's the tea. Um, no, Sean, no, totally. <laughs> He actually tweeted something that he, that um, CB just said earlier before all this this tea came. He said breaking into and staying in the comics in any capacity is just is just as much about attitude as it is ability. That's the tweet that this interesting. Host, 
And I was like, mm. But, so, how you gonna try to give somebody advice? Right. Let's not you be judged. Oh, I swear, these folks. So, what else do we have? Well, we're gonna talk about this, these fucking Grammys. Yes. So, <laughs> I woke up this morning to see that the Grammys were, nominations were coming out. Now, let's, let's, let's go back a couple of years. Now, in the past three years, we will sit there and go, what are you, what's happening here? We had Taylor Swift win album of the year for that trash. We had Beck win album of the year. Over Beyonce. Over and Beyonce. I didn't even know Beck still made Yeah, we were like, when did he put an album out? And then we had Adele, who was the, the sleeping giant that basically got up on that stage. And for what, if she had 10 minutes, eight of those minutes uh-huh. <laughs> was mostly saying, um, this really should have been a Beyonce. This is why. So the power of Beyonce has caused a shift to the point that mediocrity was taken out and we had some quality in there. So this this year's nominations is very represent, represent, representative of the times, but also the diversity of music. So mostly it was a lot of hip hop, a lot of black artists, a lot of people of color who were taking these honors. Um, Jay-Z was nominated a lot of times, which, you know, is somewhat, that's kind of normal. Because um, we know Jay-Z is good for some nominations. Um, but we also saw some, some new stuff. Like we saw, um, uh, what's her name? SZA. I'm saying her name wrong, but. No, you're not. It's SZA. Uh, SZA. Um, she got nominated a few times. We have Kendrick Lamar. That was nominated. SZA got nominated five times. Five times. Kendrick got nominated seven times. Bruno Mars with six. Um, some new. Kalani. Nom- yeah. Um, Charles- Cardi B got no- nominated. Yeah. And you know what? Let me say something real quick because I don't. Uh, Bodak Yellow, I think that's the yeah. name of the song. Um, I'm not much of a fan of new rap today, but her come up has been that's like inspiring. Really, and yeah, it, inspiring because she was on that trash ass show, yeah. loving hip hop. She managed to. It's, I don't know if she's still on it or not, but. Came up, got a, a number one record. Now she's nominated for a Grammy. So, it, you know, kudos to Cardi. Yeah. She came up and she didn't, you know, and that could have been a whole different thing, but she actually came up and it worked. Um, so they, and some of the snubs, as they say, was, for example, Lady Gaga only got like a, like one nod. Um, now, I don't mean no harm. Joanne was not. All that. It wasn't the it, fame monster. No, it wasn't great. So I understand that. Um, and then you had folks up here talking about Selena Gomez was snub. I'm like, what? Selena she, who? I was like, well, has she ever done anything that was Grammy worthy? Was she? Well, Demi Lovato was an, uh wasn't nominated either, and yeah. I was like, eh, uh, well. Well, you know, part of me was you like, win some, you lose some. Yeah, and I was like, I was like, I would have put her. I, I, I would be more outraged of her because I actually listened to some of her stuff. She's not bad, you know. Mm-hmm. She's not bad. At... Demi could sing. For she real. can. She can. She can. She can. Um, they also snub and thank God, Ed Sheeran, because I hate Shape of You. I hate 
that Diplo produced. Uh, I think that's Diplo. I can't stand those beats, that type of fake Caribbean beat. Because a lot of these songs sound like that. Him and Justin Bieber, they all sound alike. Uh-huh. <coughs> and I hate... Ed Sheeran looks like a, uh, an a NPC demon. from Skyrim. <laughs> or Game of Thrones, where I, which I know he was in Game yeah. of Thrones, but he looks like that kind of person that would be back in that time. Yeah, he... he his I think he got one nomination for his album, but not for that song. And that song was like number one for many, 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 many weeks. But I just hated the song and I was like, thank y'all. So we don't know what has really happened. I call it I do call it the Beyonce the Beyonce effect because it was literally right after that you saw this big shift. I don't know if Jay Z walked up in there and said, Look, we run this game. And you ain't gonna get nobody watching this show anymore because you know how we were. We were basically trashing the Grammys after, especially after that one. Because you know, uh-huh. I mean, now, I, now will you watch the Grammys? No, I will. It's a court, you know. I will. Did I watch it? Watch it? I won't watch it. Watch it? I will watch it, but not like all the way. <laughs> I'll watch some parts of it, and then come back. I won't watch. I won't watch some performances. Um, oh, they also talked about how they were upset that Taylor Swift didn't get I was like, well, first of all, her album came out too late. And second of all, no. Y'all y'all was doing it as a business deal. Her stuff is not worth I listened to I, I listened to her album. I did. And it was garbage. Like I don't get it. I don't get for me, again, I'm a I'm a forty three year old man, so I'm not gonna sit here and understand what a white girl in her twenties go through. But I just did not understand the draw to her music. I just don't. I, I, I really don't. I will say that the only Taylor Swift song that I like was on the Hunger Games soundtrack. It was uh, that uh, Eyes Wide Open or something like that. But mm-hmm. other than that, yeah, y'all can keep Taylor Swift because I'm still trying to. Nobody has given given me a satisfactory answer as to uh, what she actually did. Mm-hmm. Uh, to make her look what she made us do or look what she made that fucking song. I know, her slave dancers. I I, I just did, <laughs> I did not I don't care about that and also but I was happy for Kelly Clarkson. She did get a nomination for her song Love So Soft, which is a cute song. I, I always appreciate um, Kelly Clarkson. I've always, mm-hmm. I, I've always liked her. I loved her yeah, second album a lot. I wish she didn't. I, that was the one her rebellious album they said, but I like was it the it was like December. What well, I can't remember that. It was like, December. It was something. It was like yeah, her second album. It was it was very deep and dark kind of. But yeah, like I like the liked, best song on that album was sober. Yeah, yeah, it, it is. That's one of my. That's the one I bought. Um, that I bought right off the bat when I first heard a like a thirty second clip. I was like, I'm buying this. Um, but the rest of it is cute. So. Yeah, I'm glad Kelly Clarkson got a nod. I'm sure Pink will probably get one. She always gets something. <laughs> Somebody said Pink was uh, making the same songs as she did like 15, 13 years ago. I was like, that's not true. Because Pink, true. when she initially came out, she was uh, supposed to be that uh, hip-hop yep. type of person. Yep. I think she came to Murray. She came to Murray, a part of the, the, MTV, the, MTV, the MTV tour. And I think we booked her as part of student government to come down 
and she was doing kind of the hip hop stuff because she had Shakespeare who used to do everybody's music with the little bubble noises in the songs uh-huh. back in the day. Um, and so um, she used to do that. And then that neck, that misunderstood album came out and it kind of changed things. But I think that's where it, we got a little bit more of her. But her, her music is not the same. It's always a little different. I do appreciate that she gets a little deep in her stuff where it's not just fluff. She actually will say some nice things or, you know, there there's some songs I'm like, okay, Pink, you can let that go. But there's some other songs I'm like, that's really good. Uh-huh. So, yeah. So, yeah, overall. Yeah, so those are the... I know I'm not... Yeah. I'm not going to watch the Grammys. <laughs> I'll watch it to a degree, but I'm not going to be, like, all up into it. But I was glad to hear that things have changed. Um, hopefully they will keep this up with it. You know, Bruno Mars probably won't win everything because he's closer to the white audience. But we'll see how that goes. I'm not gonna shade him like that because he's good too. He can actually sing. He's tolerable. Yeah. You don't like him? I can deal with him. Who said it? I think it was Crystals. He said he like he's that one uncle or something that tries to be cool, but it's really not. Or I don't know. Something about Bruno Mars is just not sitting with me well. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it is. But he's okay, I guess. I mean, if you like that kind of stuff. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. All right. Do we have anything else? Oh, well, one little small thing. <laughs> uh, speaking of, we're, we're, of X-Men and stuff, we are really hoping that Marvel takes it back because if they don't, James Franco wants to do um, his version of M- Multiple Man, who is uh, Jamie Maddox, he wants to <laughs> do that, and I'm like, no, no, no. You know, we shouldn't even have to discuss it. The answer is just no. I love you, James. I think you're hot. No. But no. No. I don't like James Franco. Nobody does. I don't does. like him at all. I think honestly. I'm the only one who still likes because him. Because James Franco seems like the type of James Franco seems like the type of gay or the type of straight man that would have sex with a gay guy and then the next day say, "Oh, what happened last night was last night, and I'm not gay." And <laughs> he seems like that type of girl. How and I'm not feeling it. And he said that he was like, uh, he would, he's fat, he's a. Uh, flexible as far as his sexuality or some bullshit like, like that you know what Frank uh, James I'm not dealing with I'm not dealing with you I'm just not <laughs> he's just too much he, he does too much but you know I, I he's he's very smart though but I will I, I don't want him doing this I don't know about all that <laughs> he he's cute to look at yes now if, if there's any substance in there I don't know I want to find out if he offered me coffee, you know, I'll just take it to go. <laughs> but me getting on the James Franco train and him getting multiple man, you don't have to show me something because you just saying it, I ain't going to do, do it. Well, and that's my opinion. And for question and answer, I am your contestant number one. <laughs> I, well, I, I would not turn out the coffee. I would, you know, I would have coffee. I will have the Nick Cage coffee version with him once. And, you know, we'll see what happens after that. But besides that, you know, I don't want him doing. I do not want him doing. He he just stick to what he does. Believe 
leave the X Men alone. Please, because you don't have the range. <laughs> you do not, and that's okay. You can always say background, and that's totally these, fine. Right? There's these things called lanes that you stay in, and you are dangerously close to swerving. <laughs> Well, on that note, we are going to take a break and then we will be right back. Universal FanCon is a brand new convention coming to the Baltimore Convention Center in April of 2018. FanCon will be a round-the-clock event featuring comics, cosplay, gaming, celebrity guests, music, and more with a focus on diversity and inclusion. Get your tickets now at UniversalFanCon.com because geek is universal. All right, and we are back. I hope you're all enjoying this episode of Megashine, and we are going to get into our review of Justice League. Mm-hmm. Now, keep in mind, we're gonna there's going to be spoilers, so if you haven't seen it, go watch the movie and come back and uh, listen to this. <laughs> so, Victor, overall, how was your feeling towards the movie? After a second time... I still stick by my cute statement. Because uh, um, it was... Because, you know, cute could be shady. Mm-hmm. Not completely <laughs> shady. Um, it was cute. Like, okay. I was like, okay. I enjoyed it. I would I would actually have this on in the background. You know, like I, like I do Magic Mike. Like, if Magic Mike is on either one, I will watch it-ish. But I will be able to... But it's... I'm not really watching it, but I'm watching it. It's one of those movies. Um, if I had to grade it, I would give it like a B minus, um, because <laughs> just because um, I felt that see I'm 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 a Josh Whedon fan and I feel like he did save the movie because what I was told it would have been a lot more mess. Cause remember this movie was supposed to be what four hours <laughs> something, and I was like right, it was supposed to be damn near a marathon. I'm huh? like no, ma'am, we don't have time for that. But, you know, I, I, I appreciate what we had. I like that there was more additional Wonder Woman scenes um, and um, Aquaman scenes. Apparently those were added in. Um, but, yeah, I that's where I, I, will, I will stay around B-. minus. Overall, I thought it was okay. It's all right for what DC could do with what DC had. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, Zack Snyder had a tragedy that happened with his um, family. But they had the, of all the people to bring in, you know, Joss, they could have brought in, you know. Joss doesn't have to be in every goddamn thing. That's true. You know, that's like Brian Singer. He had to direct the first episode. The they had to be the executive director, executive producer of it. Yeah. So I'm like, eh, like, <coughs> girl, there's other people, there's other talented people out there. Mm-hmm. Hell, they could have called Patty Jenkins. Uh, yeah, they could have, like, you know, yeah, because that's what Marvel did after having success with um, Winter Soldier and um, what you call it, um, Civil War. They used the Russo brothers to do Infinity Wars. Keep it in house. Right. So it's like, eh, but. Going back, it it was all right. I was enjoyed. It, I was. I wasn't gonna go, 
open at night. You know, that's get that shit out your mind. <laughs> but for what it was, I enjoyed. It. Yeah. Now there were some things that they could have done better, but uh, overall, I'll give it maybe. Uh, I'll give it a C plus. Oh, okay. Now, what was some? What was the things that you loved about it? What were some parts and pieces that you loved about it? Uh, first and foremost, uh, Urza Miller <laughs> as the Flash. I think he was so adorable. Yeah. And he was, he was, I, I think one of the best parts about the movie. Mm-hmm. The timing was good. I think it was almost as good as Chris Hemsworth as Thor. Comedic timing. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, I thought uh, Ray Fisher's cyborg was good up to a point mm-hmm. um, they could have added some more background mm-hmm. uh, what else obviously uh, Gal Gadot's uh, uh, Wonder Woman I thought was good Jason Momoa uh, <laughs> I'll put him in both categories things that I thought were good and the things that I thought were bad yeah um, especially that first thing when he took out that shirt baby and clapped like he was <laughs> um some of the fight scenes were good i think they were heavy-handed on the cgi yeah. in the greens uh green screens but that's neither here nor there um over those were my main things that i thought were good with the movie um and I still, this is a side note, but I still think Jeremy Irons is fine as hell. Mm, okay. As Alfred in them uh, Timberlands. <laughs> okay. Go ahead, Alfred. Alfred is shopping at uh, J. Crew. He ain't no, he's not going to be uh, at his uh, tuxedo. He's <laughs> going to be in the rugged J. Crew realness. Yeah. And I'm, I'm not mad at that. What about you? What were some of the things that you liked about it? I Wonder Woman was a, a good part of it. I liked that we saw her, um, got to see where she is now. I like that they did address that whole thing that you know she didn't turn her back on man because that's what she that's what we were left with in Batman Superman. Um, but I like that. Actually, I really enjoyed when she walked out in that little cape thing. Because I was like, that is something that we've seen in George Perez's run and in the recent run with Grant Rock. I thought she was going somewhere. Like that's her garb, and I uh, like that. And I was like, that we like we clapped, and the gays clapped in the theater because they were like, yes, the cape and the hair on the side, her hair to the side. Um, I like Jason Momoa, and like you, it was parts I liked and didn't like, um, but he was always great to see but I enjoyed his character Ezra as the Flash was great they needed that Kitty Pryde-ish type character um Cyborg was okay now the reason why we didn't get a lot on him is because they had to cut a lot the rumor is that a lot of his story was cut because it was kind of darkish and they was trying not to stay in that world um I enjoyed seeing Super. I didn't I was glad that Superman came back the way he came back was was sloppy. Um, sloppy as fuck. And the fight, well, I enjoyed the fight. 
it was it didn't make any sense. Um, because I was like, okay, we know that was a mistake, so why are you fighting them? Because you know, Cyborg was saying it's not me; it's it's just reacts to this. Then you would think Superman like, okay, let me get out of the way because I think you're re- like you're reading me wrong, and that's not what I'm doing. But right. instead, we get this fight. But it was a good fight. I enjoyed the that part with him and Wonder Woman when they fought because you saw how somewhat equals they were, like with the headbutts, and even when he knocked her to the ground, she was not like out. She was like, okay, I'm, I'm gonna get back up. <laughs> but it was like I like right. that. Um, I also liked the fact that he was fighting with his little shirt off, and I was like, look at you. Listen, Henry Cavill, he put on some muscle for that damn role. Yes. And I would gladly, you know, touch all that. Like I said, like I tweeted, I would gladly would have been in the fight just to lose. <laughs> just to run up I mean, and, and just, you could like, knock me down. Like, okay, well, you know what? I'll hang in a little bit more and then I'll get, and I'll keep this mental picture and then I'll, I'll quit. Um, I actually like the the battle. Well, I was confused. I, I liked and didn't like the battle with Stephen Wolf when they fought, when the gods fought, because we saw Zeus and we saw Ares and we saw um, um, Artemis, the goddess. Like, we Can saw, we talk about that a bit? Yeah. Because that didn't make much sense. You mean to tell me Stephen Wolf came and you had a whole army of Amazons, you had a whole army of Aquaman, you had Zeus, you had Green Lanterns, you had great, you had a, a Green Lantern, and all those people beat them. Or well, they had all those people to beat them, but then you bring Superman in, in here, and it's like okay, <laughs> this. But what? And like it just didn't make much sense to no. me because you had three gods alone. <laughs> and Stephen Wolf is not even Man, that no powerful. That's what I'm saying. Stephen Wolf is not even that powerful. That's what Darkseid is. You see what I'm saying? And that's why I was sitting there like, right? I said, how did, right. y'all, how did y'all make him? Stephen Wolf was never that powerful. Never that powerful. And I was like, okay, Stephen Wolf. I mean, I did like the little Amazon battle scene when they when they fought him in that cave. I like that. That was, that was the, one of the best scenes. Yeah. Because how they were like making sure the mother box would get, like, go with the box and how they was passing the box along. Um, I, I, I enjoyed that. That was really great. Um, I was like, it was total comic book about how they would shoot the arrow and all the way. <laughs> right. I'm like, okay, girl, you, you have that good aim. I said, I said, y'all are pulling it with this. But I, but I was saying that this is comic bookish, so what you actually expect? Um, let's get into what we didn't like. We kind of already did, but what is it that you just did not like about it? Uh, like I said, they were heavy-handed with the CGI. They could have, they could have did something else. Like, I, it was. There's a way that you can do CGI that it doesn't look like it's CGI. Mm-hmm. You know, because. I could clearly say, oh, that's CGI, or that's real. It just seemed like it didn't flow. Another thing that I didn't understand, there were a lot of plot holes. It felt like I was missing some of the story. Mm-hmm. Like, um, for example, oh, shit. Um, 
like the the uh, when Aquaman and Hera. What's her name, Hera? Oh, Mera, Mera. Mera, Mera. <coughs> when they were talking, it seemed like there was a story or a, a scene, a, a couple of scenes that we didn't see yeah. as to why Aquaman is the way he is. Yeah. And speaking of Aquaman, I didn't like the fact that he was a so that he was too surfer boyish. Yeah. Aquaman is this regal king. And yeah. maybe that's the scene that we didn't see that was missing in his story. Mm-hmm. I don't know, because a lot of shit was left out. Yeah, I agree. Something I feel else? like... Yeah. No, go I, ahead, go ahead. No, I just feel like it was... He was too... For what he is, he was like... I don't know, because one part he was talking about how he... Like, I'm ready... like. Yeah, I'll fight to die. No, I really don't want to die when he was sitting on Diane's lasso, but he wants to live life. And I was like, okay, that's great. But haven't you already been living life, though? Like, I was like, you've been, you've been not doing your responsibilities for a moment. But it did feel disjointed when he went back to um, um, Atlantis because I didn't really, I didn't understand, like, you just went down there and, ooh, okay, here's everything going on. And, you know, like, okay, that's kind of interesting. Like, you know. Like there was no story, and I kind of wish that we would have had his movie out so we can see, because it would have made sense when he went back to it. Because um, we don't know his story as we know Batman's story or Wonder Woman's story or Superman's story like that. So it would have been nice if they would have done a little bit better job. Um, exactly. I, I think uh, Steppenwolf was a boring-ass villain. Yeah. Now, granted, he was the precursor to Dark Side. But still, he could have been. They didn't even have like an actual actor. And it felt like he was all CGI. Yeah. I'm like, uh, uh, make it a little bit more believable, y'all. Yeah. And a lot of his story, I was like, either I didn't feel any kind of just there. Yeah. You know, just taking up space. Yeah. I thought that was. A bit, yeah. A I, bit um, lacking on their part. Um, the overall of the movie, I feel like they didn't know what they wanted to be. So are we are we dark or are we lighthearted? You know, or yeah. are we trying to mix between the two because some of the jokes just fail. Yeah, they didn't make they didn't make anybody laugh in the theater. And speaking of that, don't make Batman a comedian. You know, the, the reason why Batman is funny at times is because he's serious. Yeah. So him Too serious. crack jokes <laughs> is like, girl, what are you doing? Yeah. Like, the way I was you know, just stick to that lane. Yeah. He did. He did crack a lot of jokes. He was doing like a, little, a lot of shady pieces there. Um I, I didn't, I don't know if they were trying to lighten him up, but, you know, I will say he did look, you know, I, I've always had this little thing for Ben Affleck. Like, he did look good in his little suits and his little three-piece, you know, vest, whatever he was wearing, but I... What, everybody serving cakes? Not him. It seemed like everybody's ass was on point. Well... I don't know if I was just in that kind of mood. Maybe you were in that type of mood. if Little Debbie's was just... 
all you can eat buffet. But Flash was, yeah. There was, it seemed like everybody was serving cakes. Yeah, there was a couple of scenes with Flash. who was like, okay, Ezra, I see you. I see you. Um, Henry has cakes. I've seen him. He was in the Tudors, and there was times he was nude in the Tudors. So he has cakes. We've seen that. Um, ben Affleck, uh, oh, you can see a little bit of it in Gone Girl. Um, but, um, I mean, I felt like overall, well, I didn't like, I said before, I didn't like the way they brought Superman back. I did not like that at all. I did not like okay, that. Okay, now, I, question. So, what is the time frame between Batman versus Superman and Justice League? Or is there? It's like a few months. Oh. Okay, now, if that's the case, then shouldn't Superman's body be somewhat decayed instead of just highlighted or pale? I don't know, because remember, he's an alien, so maybe he doesn't just rot as fast. I don't know. That was fucking the shit out of me. Like, um, girl, shouldn't you be, like, have a little bit of dirt on you? But he came out there looking still smelling, feeling like a million bucks. Mm-hmm. I out of that coffin. She said he smelled good, and I was like, I bet he does. But anyway, I was in there, you know, like, okay. But, um, I didn't, what do you think of the introduction of, um, kind of the Legion of Doom in some ways with the ending? Okay, yeah, so the, the, the post-credit, yeah. the second post-credit, um, uh, scene so okay michael or jesse eisenberg is a terrible lex luthor number one i don't know why that little boy is still in there he's Mm -hmm. just not we've talked about this when we did the review of uh our first episode was it Mm -hmm. yeah our first episode was when we were talking about jesse eisenberg's lex luthor it doesn't have the gravitas of a lex a person who runs a multi-million dollar corporation, yeah. number one. Number two, uh, Joe uh, Magniello, or whatever is how do you pronounce his name? I'm sorry. Magniello. Oh, yeah, you're right. Kinda... It's fine as fuck if he's bearded, if he's... That man can take me down any damn day. <laughs> so, if his death stroke. Daddy now, stroke. I'm we, interested. That's... Yeah, daddy stroke. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Now, I'm interested to see what they can do if they go this route. Mm-hmm. Now, they have a lot of stuff to pull from as as making this Legion of Doom. Mm-hmm. So if they play their cards right, they can introduce a villain in each of these standalone movies. So, you know, Black Manta is probably going to be the villain in Aquaman. Hopefully, Cheetah will be a villain in Wonder Woman. Mm-hmm. Maybe uh, in Flashes, if he has one, Captain Cold could be a villain. Yeah. And he is. So they have, the material is already there. The characters are already there. So it's just them translating what's in the comics to film. Mm-hmm. And if they have the people that can do that justice. Yeah, and that remains to be seen. Now, what did seen. you think of the scene? I like the scene. I like the fact you know we see, because yeah, you know Daddy Stroke looks, you know he's ready to fight. And Slade, if you know Slade as a character, <coughs> he's no joke. 
Because he can, he, I forgot what his abilities are, but he can, he doesn't have to think about his moves. Um, he, they just, they just. He's an expert martial yeah. artist. So Daddy Stroke is going to be good in there. And I, I was laughing at the fact they had the white, um, the white version of Dora Moulage on that boat. Uh, <laughs> so, but I was also thinking that maybe one of them or some of them were Amazons, maybe. Uh, oh. So they could be like the ones who left and who's like, we want fame and fortune because in the original Wonder Woman movie in 1974 that had Kathy Lee Crosby in it, um, Angela was an Amazon who left because um, she wasn't chosen as Wonder Woman. She just left the island and she decided like, I want to get all the fame and fortune that this world has to offer. So maybe that they could be the same format as some of these Amazons. Like, I want to, you know, after Diana left in the 40s, maybe they was like, you know, she seems to be living it up. So let's go out here too. So that, uh-huh. Now they that, also revisit that in Justice League, the animated series. Uh, there was an episode, um, an episode arc where one of the Amazons, Oriza, yeah, yeah. Uh, she, she took their oath of men and males are bad yeah. to the next level which uh hawk girl had alluded to yeah. to uh, diana yeah and she had a uh, a team of people that she uh it was what i think it was uh, shakuri sapphire gorilla grod not gorilla grod, but solomon grundy but in um shade yeah. they're her little team but she killed the men off yeah. well she did them to make the women empower, and yeah. it was she was only following Hippolyta's teachings. Yeah, so they could do that. They could. They they could be a twist that we don't see coming. You know what I'm saying? And be like, oh, by the way, we're gonna do this. Skip you, Lex. You know, kill mm-hmm. him. That'd be fine. If they kill Lex and be like, we're gonna just <clears throat> take it to the next level. Um, or hell, it could been. It would be slick if one of those women turned out to be Nubia. And Nubia is like, I'm doing this, but then that's where you know they, her and Wonder Woman reunite and find out who you know. You never know. At this point, they need to do everything they can to get this series off the ground because, this, <laughs> you know, we kind of already reviewed the movie. But let's look at the aftermath. So this movie did not reach the expectations they would have hoped. So now, what do they do with their universe? Because I think they need to scrap what they have on the list and really rethink what they're going to put out in the next five years. And it's, you know, some of that shit is already in pre-production. I think Aquaman is already wrapped. Yeah. Filming. So they can keep that's going. just going to be a, a more uh, reshoots and shit. And you know that it's going to cost money. Mm-hmm. And these are people's jobs. It's not like we want them to fail. Yeah. Like we said earlier, the DC universe, the cinematic universe, it's like they wanted to compete with the Avengers so bad that they threw everything at the wall hoping something would stick. And now that you have, you have a mishigash of universes that don't flow well to one another like why would you have suicide squad out Mm. 
before mm. Justice League. Mm. That doesn't make sense in the overall mm. and overall storytelling of a world like DC. And keep in mind, I, and keep in mind with that, if you when you saw Suicide Squad, they almost destroyed the world. That was not even mentioned in Justice League. Now think about when you saw Marvel movies. Mostly every Marvel movie, or even the Marvel TV shows, they will mention that whole issue that went down in Avengers. They always talk about the incident in New York. Because uh-huh. you know, in Spider Man, Homecoming, they 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 was they they got that technology from that from that battle. Um, Age of Shield was <coughs> was dealing with the fact of the aftermath of that battle. Um, they will mention like in in um, Luke Cage. They were saying, "Well, you know what happened in New York, you know stuff like that." But in Justice League, they never talked about what went down, and what you call it. That was a big, big stuff because that she was trying to destroy the world. Uh huh. <laughs> and they never mentioned. It's just, it's just like, why don't we want them to win as much as they want to win? And it's just gonna you really gonna have to some kind of come together or come to Jesus moment to talk about what is it that you want to what is it that you want to portray on the film and it can't be everything you can't throw up everything and say here it is you deal with it you know you have to like uh, I was listening to Nerds of Prey earlier and they were saying like you have the material there it's just that you want to do the work Mm mm-hmm you already want to get the prize. Well, Diana Ross says, no one gets the prize. <laughs> okay. It's like, you have to, it has to make sense. And right now, it doesn't really make sense. Yeah. I'm sure. It's true. Now, there were also, uh, um, in the movie, a lot of East. Did you notice, one that stood out to me, was did you notice that uh, the composer was Danny Elfman? Did you notice yeah. that there were some uh, odes to the original Batman? Yeah. Um, as well there as Superman. Such a lot. Even Superman's music was from the movie. Uh huh. And it was, it was great. It was great to see that. Right, and there was um, there was a. Easter egg to Gorilla Grodd because Flash said he doesn't speak Gorilla or right. either Ape or Gorilla or something like that. Yeah. But I, I just want I just want DC to step back and say, okay, hey, we're really trying to do here. Yeah. Are we trying to dangerous because they have a ten year lead on you? Yeah. Or are we just gonna try to stay in our lane and say, okay, this is this universe we want to tell, and no matter how long it takes us to get there, we're gonna tell it this way. Yeah, that makes. Sense. You're just gonna have the mess that you have right now. Sure. Well, no, I mean, you 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 left us a good point to end on. It's like, what what are y'all gonna do? Because. This was good, but not good enough. And then, you, and then you have Marvel come basically trolling y'all to where you're gonna be a speck after tomorrow. So, 
Listen, like, Marvel is coming not only for them edges, but for that ass. <laughs> they are like a bomb. Like, they literally about to come in and disintegrate. Like, they was like, okay, we gave y'all two weeks. You don't, so we're going to come back. And did you see, okay, their tweet. Let's talk about this tweet that we got from, I think, was it from Vanity Fair? Or that first line, <laughs> after after years of success. <laughs> what was the tweet? Because I didn't see that. Um, I mean, it was that whole thing of, after a year of success, let me see if I can find it. Because I, because me and uh, Rebecca was talking about it yesterday. Because it was how they came across. And I was like, Lord, they are no joke. But um, it was, oh, here, it was um, after a decade of unprecedented success. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, I, I, yes, I did see that one. Unprecedented success. Okay, we saw what y'all were doing. Yes. So you know, Marvel's coming through. We've already told you about that. DC, we, we are, we, we, we'll still, we'll still be holding out, but it's getting, it's getting too thin. So it is. It's getting too thin. But you know what, y'all. That's all we need to say about this. Because it's like, we can... I don't want to taint it. I'm going to take the good experience I had with this movie. Um, and you have many chances to do more. Don't do not do my boy Joe wrong. Don't do my, my bae um, Jason wrong. Come on now. Don't. And, you know, we'll, yeah. be, we'll see. We'll see. I, yeah, I just... Because there's stuff there. That's that's the frustrating part of this. It's like, we saw what they did with Justice League, the animated series. We saw what they did with the Unlimited series. We mm-hmm. saw what they did with the comic books and whatnot. So, it's just like, ugh. It just doesn't have to be this way. Ugh, we want them to win. Yeah. It's true. And that, it's the same, not to go way off topic, but it's the same feeling that we have with X-Men. Yeah. To a certain extent. Because like, <laughs> at this point, we're like, what the fuck are y'all doing? Yeah. Well. Mm. Well, that's it for me, though. I, I, I just... After I've been thinking about it, I'm like, I, I just... Like, it just hurts to keep talking about it. I don't give a fuck. Yeah. It is. It is. It hurts to talk about it sometimes. It does. It does because you know we grew up with these going to both Marvel and DC. We grew up with these superheroes that were to us, you know, our role models. Yeah. Because we were weird and different, and they were weird and different, and finally we see these actual live people see being these heroes and when they don't come through in the ways that we know that they can then it kind of hurts us and it's like oh well damn maybe they weren't as good as I thought they were Yeah, and that's where that whole fanboy gets that fanboy mentality gets so out of hand Yeah, because you know they hold on to something that they read or that they saw in a TV series 
think that's the end all be all. Yeah. And when they see something different, then they freak out. Yeah. But that's a conversation for another day. Yeah. And I don't think we're a trained psychologists. <laughs> no, we're not. I'm a tra- well, I'm, I'm a trained counselor, but not a psychologist. <laughs> I don't have that for schooling. <laughs> Right. Anything? Any last words no, for Justice League? No. I'm, I'm trying to leave what I can. Right. So on that note, that does bring it uh, into the show. As always, you can find us on Twitter. I'm at Porter Pizzazz. Victor is at Wonderman5. You can follow the podcast on Megashane Pod. Listen to us on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher. Give us a rating, a comment, subscribe. Um, let's see. Anything else before we go? Um, not yet, but we got some big things coming up very soon and other things coming up soon. So look out for us in different avenues. Yep. Oh, we're also on Instagram at The Megashine. Yes. Um, we're on Snapchat at The Megashine. We're on Facebook at The Megashine. Um, we're everywhere. That's all I have. Right, we're everywhere. <laughs> and I'm currently out of wine, so I'm going to have to get up off of here. All right, so we'll see y'all next week. We have a very interesting conversation for next week, so be ready. <laughs> <laughs> Bye, y'all. Bye.